the Dallas Stars got a big, big win on it. Thursday night. They go to Arizona and take down the Coyotes by a score of 7-2. to two. And on today's episode, we will briefly recap that game and talk about why it's so important, although it feels like a game that maybe could be forgotten in the grand scheme of things this season. And then we will look ahead to Saturday's matchup against the Edmonton Oilers. All of that and more coming up on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, November 4th. Thank you guys for the patience. I know this episode is coming out late, both on audio only and on YouTube. I'm currently traveling currently uh, just a few miles east of Tampa, Florida, in enemy territory, if you will. Uh, but the Stars not playing the Lightning, but traveling. Late puck drop last night in Arizona, um, especially extra late for me on the East Coast. So thank you guys for the patience, but better late than never. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, and on social media as well. Just search at Locked on Stars or at Dane double underscore Lewis. But let's talk about last night's matchup. Uh, like I said, to open a big win for the Stars, not just in terms of getting points in the grand scheme of things this season. Of course, they add two points to their total on the year, still keeping them at the top of the Central Division. But a big win in terms of the scoreboard as well. One of the best offensive games we've seen from this Dallas Stars team so far this season. Seven goals, and it was just a little bit of everybody. Jason Robertson gets two goals. We saw Wyatt Johnston get on the scoreboard. Dennis Gurionov netted his first goal of the season. Ty Delandria actually gets credited for the third goal. Initially, people thought that Colin Miller got the goal. It was credited to him. But then later, they go back and switch it to Ty Delandria. Jamie Benn finds the back of the net for the first time this season. And we see Yanni Hockenpah get one at the end of the game as well to give the Stars the extra point, if you will, after the touchdown. But this was just an explosive and dominant game from the Stars from start to finish. This is the kind of game that we needed to see from this team to start off this road trip. They're on the road, starting three games away from home, and this is the weakest opponent of the three that they play, but they absolutely needed to get a win. And like I said on Thursday's show, they needed to do it in dominating fashion, and they did just that. They scored extremely quick into this game, and they made life miserable for the Coyotes, who were rocking the reverse retros, about to go play 10-plus games on the road after this. And it was an ugly game for them all around, the Jamie Benn goal especially. Uh, we see the backup goaltender for the Coyotes step out of the goal, make a mistake, accidentally pass the puck to Jamie Benn, and Jamie capitalizes, burying the puck in the back of the net for an unassisted score. But the Stars absolutely needed this game. Uh, of course, Scott Wedgwood, still the starting goalie. He gets a win against his former squad that traded him at the deadline last season. Uh, and, you know, they just needed this for morale, and they needed it in terms of getting off on the right foot on this road trip. Now they have a ton of momentum going into one of the toughest environments in the league in Edmonton on Saturday against maybe the hottest scorer in the NHL and Connor McDavid, who is pretty much aver averaging a goal a game uh, on top of playing alongside guys like Leon Dreisaitl, um, just, you know, 
it, it's a tough team to play, and the Stars needed all of the momentum that they could possibly get going into this upcoming matchup. And they also just proved that, you know, that they are a legit offensive threat. Uh, the good teams in the league will go out and play inferior competition, and they will find ways to dominate that competition. And the Dallas Stars did just that in this matchup against the Coyotes. We need to see more of this from the Stars. I know last year, this was the kind of game that the Stars, uh, even if they won, it might have been a struggle. It could have been a 3-2 to two game, 4-3 to three game with the late goal coming in the third period to put them over the top. But we need to see more of this from the Stars this season. You remember last year, they lost a few games to the Coyotes. They lost a game at home to the Montreal Canadiens. They lost a game at home to the New Jersey Devils, who were bad last year. We saw the Stars team continually play down to their competition. They struggled against the basement dwellers of the league while they would often play up to the level of competition whenever they would play the elite teams. We saw them beat Tampa. We saw them beat Edmonton a few times. We saw them beat Calgary once in the season. It was just a very odd year for the Stars where they were kind of playing to the level of their competition. If it was a great team, they would play great. If it was a bad team, they would play really bad. And last night, I think we saw a step in the right direction for this team that they're not going to win every single game they play, but we do have confidence knowing that they can likely go out whenever they play inferior competition, and they can not only win, but they can dominate. This is what the great teams in the league do. They win the games that they're supposed to, and they do it convincingly, and they do it in dominant fashion. And you can't really ask for much more, especially on the road. I know this isn't your typical road environment for the Stars, but still, having to overcome the adversity of a weird dressing room, a weird building, not a ton of people there. I mean, it was probably just a very odd experience overall for the Stars. It looked like a decent amount of Stars fans there, but, you know, a lot to overcome. And, and the Coyotes kind of started to turn it on a little bit later in the game. They were in their offensive zone a lot more. They were getting a lot more shots on net, testing Scott Wedgwood, and the Stars continued to stand strong. They do surrender to those two goals, but all in all, they didn't really ever let the Coyotes find their footing or truly get involved in the game to the level that they probably would have wanted to. Uh, and it was really impressive. And another big part of it, of course, only giving the Coyotes one opportunity on the power play while getting four themselves. We talked about that on Thursday and how important it was for the Stars to limit the amount of penalties on the road and not giving teams the opportunity to even score or capitalize on the power play. And the Stars did just that. And they also went 25% on the power play on their own. Jason Robertson's second goal of the evening coming on the man advantage. So they did everything that they needed to do. They took care of business in this game and now they're rolling. They have two points to start off this road trip and they're going into the toughest matchup of the trip on Saturday against the Oilers. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will take a look at this Edmonton Oilers team and talk about what the Dallas Stars need to be prepared for as far as personnel and the players on the ice. Because it's not just McDavid, a lot of guys who can burn you on this Oilers team. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcast, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Welcome back into the Locked On Stars podcast. Thank you again for making us your first 
listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Now let's jump into this Edmonton Oilers team, one of the better teams in the National Hockey League to start the year. They're up there in the top three of the Pacific Division, currently fighting with the Vegas Golden Knights, who are maybe the best team in the league, especially in the West up to this point in the season. But the Oilers have certainly held their own in the early stages of this season. This is a team that was explosive last year on offense, made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals, where they were eventually bested by the eventual Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. But this Oilers team is looking to not only make it back to the Western Conference Finals, but a team that has high hopes to get past that round and make an appearance in the biggest stage in the league, the Stanley Cup Final, led by their superstar, of course, Connor McDavid, who is off to a scorching hot start this season. He's only played 11 games so far. The Oilers have only played 11 games this season, but through those 11 games, Connor McDavid has 12 goals and 12 assists. That is 24 points on the season. And not to be outdone, you have Leon Dreisaitl, who has six goals and 16 assists on the year. You have Zach Hyman, who's playing very well with 13 points. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 12 points. Evander Kane has 11. I mean, these forwards are just deadly. They are lethal, and they can score from pretty much anywhere on the ice, and they can make life a nightmare for goaltenders and defenses. Uh, and this is an, an Edmonton team that, you know, is kind of coming off some good rest, similar to the Dallas Stars. Uh, you know, they played the Nashville Predators at home on Tuesday. They dominated that game 7-4. to four. They actually lose on Thursday. They lost last night to the New Jersey Devils at home by a score of 4-3. to three. But like last season where a loss to the Devils, you know, was a bad thing, especially at home, might not be so much of a rough thing this season. The Devils are at the top of the Metro Division right now, but the Oilers getting Friday off as well, and the Stars traveling to Edmonton, but also getting that much-needed rest. And this is going to be a very interesting matchup, uh, and the Oilers have a ton at stake in this game. Uh, this is the last home game of a homestand before they head out on an East Coast road trip where they would go play the Capitals, the Lightning, the Hurricanes, and the Panthers. That is a tough road trip, especially for a team in Edmonton going from Western Canada all the way to the Eastern Coast of the United States. And so you best believe that this Oilers team wants to secure two points before they head out on the road to try to keep themselves afloat near the top of the Pacific Division. And so the Stars are going to have a lot on their hands. Uh, this is a team, like I said, that can hurt you in a lot of ways. They know how to play well at home. It's one of the tougher environments in the league. And they also have some decent goaltending. I, I don't know if it's quite as good as the Stars, but without Jake Gottinger, this is a game that I'm actually a little bit nervous for. I do like Scott Wedgwood. Still continue to think that he's done well, given his circumstances so far this season. Uh, but he's going to have to be at his best in this game because the, Oiler, the Oilers have two pretty good players, not superstar caliber players, not Vesna caliber players, but guys that can certainly get the job done. One of the bigger goalie moves this summer as far as free agent acquisitions. Jack Campbell, former Toronto Maple Leaf, joins the team. He's played seven games, started seven games. He has a 5-2 and two record with a 3.91 goals against average and an 8.81 save percentage. They also have Stuart Skinner, who has started four games for this team. He's 2-2, two and two, a 2.10 goals against average, and a 9.44 save percentage. So they have guys that aren't going to, you know, blow you away with their numbers or blow you away with the amount of saves that they get in the game, 
but this is a team that has the offense that can you know support shaky or mediocre at best goaltending so the stars offense is going to have to play like they did in arizona given i think skinner and campbell are better than both the goalies that the coyotes have but the stars are going to have to keep things rolling offensively if they need it, if they have a chance or want a chance to win this game it's going to take everything they've got to be competitive with this oilers team and it could very well be a shootout and we've seen the stars get into a couple of those this season namely that new york game but i think if the stars are able to get in a little bit of a rhythm and again stay out of the penalty box i think that this is a shootout that they can certainly stay relevant in and find a way to win overall uh, I, I'm very confident that this team can go into this building and compete against this Oilers squad. They always seem to play them very hard. Uh, I know the Stars beat them at home twice last season, but lost to them on the road. These teams just always find a way to give us good competitive games. It should be a ton of fun. There's a few underrated players on this team as well. Jesse Pugliarvi, Ryan McLeod. I mean, there's just guys just scrolling through this roster right now, and you can do the same a ton of good talent this is an incredibly hungry team that seems to finally kind of be in their true championship window uh, i think this is a team that will is going to be some sort of buyer at the deadline i don't really know what that will look like but this is a team that's going to be a tough team to compete against night in and night out although this game is in the afternoon the stars have a ton to deal with and again this is just a team that's going to similar to what i thought the coyotes would do want to play hard to get one more win at home before heading out on the road but i think that there's a little bit more of a threat to that with this Oilers team. The Stars are certainly going to need guys to step up on the defensive end. Thankfully, they have a healthy defensive core right now. This team has looked incredibly different with Miro Haskinen, both on the offensive side, but especially on the defensive side. I'm curious to see how the Stars go about trying to slow down those elite Oilers forwards. Miro Haskinen versus Connor McDavid should just be a marquee matchup for people who love to watch hockey. Uh, and what a treat this matchup will be to see how Haskinen and even you know guys like Esselindel, Yanni Hockenbaugh, how they go about trying to slow these guys down, and even some of the defensive forwards as well, whether it's Luke Glendening, Roddick Foxa, or even Rope Hintz, who is a very underrated defensive player uh, on the forward side of the ice. I'm very excited to see how these two teams match up, and this could potentially be a Stanley Cup playoffs matchup preview. I don't necessarily know what round, but I think this is going to be a fun matchup to, on Saturday's game. And I think that this would be an incredibly fun playoff series given these teams' rosters and how explosive their offenses have been so far this season. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we will continue to talk about this matchup and what the Stars need to do to be victorious. Today's episode of Lock on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. If you thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Stars listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents used Fast Protect technology exclusively from Sim Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. They provide HD security cameras for inside and outside your home and smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I would recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. 
All right, let's close out this week here at Locked On Stars. The Stars travel to Edmonton and take on the Oilers tomorrow in a big game, probably the most challenging game on this road trip. Miro Haskinen versus Connor McDavid, but also you have a ton of matchups. You could say anyone versus Connor McDavid. Jason Robertson is scorching hot. Rope Hansen, Joe Pavelski are threats to score at any time, but it's also not just McDavid. You have Dreisaitl, you have Hyman, you have Nugent Hopkins. This is just a, a matchup loaded with explosive offensive talent. Mason Marchment, Tyler Sagan. I mean, what more could you ask for? This is going to be a fun matchup and one that I think the Stars will be prepared for. They've had time to rest and recover, although I don't know how worn out and tired they are from Thursday. Uh, of course, it's you know grueling to play the sport of hockey, but they've, the Stars have certainly played more physically challenging games than what they played on Thursday night in Arizona. So I think that they will be physically and mentally ready to go to take on this tough Edmonton team. But the key to this game is, of course, going to lie again in the special teams. The Stars did a great job on Thursday staying out of the penalty box, and they need to do that again. Because if they allow this Edmonton Oilers team to go on the power play multiple times, they will not win this game. This Edmonton team is second in the National Hockey League in power play percentage. They are deadly. They are lethal when they're on the man advantage. I mean, they're good on the five on five and they have those elite goal scores. They have the elite playmaking and vision. But if you give them the man advantage, you're riding, you're digging your own grave and you are basically writing your own death note. If you are the Dallas Stars, letting the, a team like Edmonton go on the power play. And overall, over the past few matchups, I think the Stars have done a lot better as far as being disciplined and playing smart. And they just need to find a way to carry that over into this matchup. That's going to be easier said than done because this is is a team that can beat you with speed and they can beat you with physicality and so the stars need to not necessarily take the bait play smart play to an extent where you can defend and put yourself in primary good positions to play defense and offense but also don't let the other team take advantage of you and draw a ton of penalties but likewise if the stars can also find a way to flip that script and draw penalties from the oilers i think that they will be in good shape i think the stars power play with mira haskinen back in the mix especially that top unit they're starting to hit their stride as well. And this Edmonton team currently ranks 25th in the National Hockey League in penalty kill percentage, uh, about 75%, which is pretty good, but it's still not necessarily the best in the league. And they are not one of the better teams defensively on the penalty kill, whereas the Stars have the fifth best penalty kill in the league, uh, sitting just above 84%, around 85% on the kill for the stars so this is going to be a special teams kind of game i think the five on five certainly yields a ton of opportunities for scoring for both teams but this is going to come down to which team is more disciplined and which team can avoid the box even more and you know if you're the stars you like that opportunity if you watch the stars play five on five this season the the way they play and the way they move the puck is just as effective as a lot of teams can do it on the man advantage. And if you're the Stars, you want to make the Oilers beat you in the five-on-five five game. You don't want to give them those opportunities on the power play because they will execute at least once, if not multiple times. And this is not a game where you can afford to make a ton of mistakes. You have to find a way to play a good, smooth, clean game and try to get out of there with at least a point, if not two. If you can steal two points from in this game from this building in Edmonds, and that is monumental for this team and yet another statement win. I think the Stars made a statement on Thursday saying they're a legit team because they handled the inferior competition with excellence, but they can make another statement. 
going into a hostile environment, going into a tough building against some of the best players on the planet. And if you get a win in this building, you're making yet another statement saying that this hot start, this good start to the season is not a fluke. And the Stars are here to stay as one of the best teams in the Central Division and one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Because they really haven't had a you know horrendous game just yet and of course those are bound to happen i think the new york game last saturday was probably the closest that we got to that but there were a lot of other circumstances that don't always happen in those games and so I, I think if the stars are able to avoid mistakes and able to avoid disaster like they've done for the majority over the past few games i think they have a great opportunity to win this game and i think they will do just that i anticipate a shootout probably four or five goals for each team but i think the dallas stars can get a win it's going to be very difficult and if they do lose it's probably a good quality loss in a shootout pretty close game uh, and I expect it to come down to the wire as well this one should be a ton of fun and maybe one of the best games we'll see from the stars in the first half of this season but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars again thank you for the patience with the delay uh, and just for the patience with this weird setup hopefully the lighting in this hotel room is okay but thank you guys again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day remember to subscribe on youtube also follow us on your favorite podcasting platform follow us on social media at locked on stars on both instagram and twitter and my personal twitter account at dane double underscore Lewis will be back here on Monday to talk about this game in Edmonton, uh, recap what happened, and also look towards the week ahead because the Stars, not the busiest week with a game in Winnipeg on Tuesday and a game back at home against the Sharks on Friday. So a little bit more downtime. We'll check in on the status of Jake Ottinger, things of that nature. Lots to catch up on, I'm sure, on Monday as far as what's going on in the world of the Stars. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday.